Welcome to Emu Theaters. Please help keep your MP3 player clean by disposing of other podcasts in the appropriate receptacle. Concessions are available in the lobby. Please don't eat the emu. Please be courteous to others by refraining from talking during the map report. Enough people are talking already. Please silence your cell phones and pagers now. Your feature presentation will begin after the following song about Omaha. Left my home back in Omaha See if I could make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for Alright, in that case, welcome to Member Report number 76, April 4th, 2007. Welcome to the Spirit of 76. <laughs> What's going on, everyone out there? All I know is the Mariners are 2-0, so uh, I'm going to fly for summary judgment to the playoffs. I think yep. we're ready. 162-0 is Story's name of. on TeamSpeak. 162-0. Well, you know, yep. That's... I'm I'm being slightly optimistic. <laughs> I think that's be true. About about reasonable to. Currently, the Red Sox so. are headed for 0 and 162. So I'm kind of depressed at the moment. I'm not. There I'm displeased thought, about that. I thought there you just go. asked someone how many games were in the season, and then they're like 162, <laughs> and then you're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> No, I know. I, I happen to know that, yes. Uh, so we want to say hello to everyone out there. Uh, before we get started, we have a couple of bits of business to go through. Russ, do you want to start with yours? You want to, do you want me to throw out this, this put out this email? Business. Um, sure. Two pieces. One, we have a new YouTube video, which we made. Um, oh, a little more me specific. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know how much endorsement we're going to get from the other two-thirds of the show, given that it's very Yankee-centric. <laughs> but mm. it's basically oh, devoted to Carl Pavano and how much I hate him. And so I made a video about how much I hate Carl Pavano. Yeah. And then put a MEP report thing at the end of it. So how do you like that? <laughs> for those of you who don't anything about baseball, That's Carl Pavano is a pitcher that here. Carl Pavano is a pitcher that Russ hates. This circular moment this brought to you by I'm I'm left to my own devices and I'm sick at home by myself and nobody's pitched any ideas to me for new videos and I'm just like, I'm just gonna do you something. Know who made me sick? Hate Carl Pavano. Carl Pavano, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go over and check that out. Um, What's the other bit of business? This the second thing, this is a little more serious, and I've already spoken to Greg about this a little bit, but it's something that we need to make up our minds about what we're going to do uh, in an official podcast capacity, so I figure why not discuss oh it on the air, Ooh. Uh, just Yay. for fun. I'm um, there is a new part of the onion.com. It's essentially a, a news network. It's called the Onion News Network, and... So okay. far, it's actually been really, really high-quality stuff. Like, I think it's phenomenal. They have a very old-style, serious-looking newscaster. Most of the, the cast are very good at being serious and talking about very ridiculous subjects, which is one of my favorite ways to parody things. Right. But their newest installment, they only have four so far. The fourth one came out, like, today or yesterday. The third one, which was the newest one from last week, the entire story was U.S. government sends... Civil War reenactors to Iraq. 
Wait oh, a minute. <laughs> no. That's you hadn't familiar? heard you, you lied. You hadn't heard this had you story. Surely I heard about this. you jest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Holy cow. So there it you is. You jest, sir. Now, I'm sure in the world of thought there are many possible ways to come to the conclusion that sending Civil War reenactors to Iraq is funny. And people can think of it. Or... But, you know, it seems kind of random to me that they just came up with this, like, what, six weeks after we did? Eight weeks? Yep. I don't know how long. We have to figure out which show that was in. And you remember I was what I... story if he could yeah. pull up the show so we know where that came yeah, from I was, exactly. Uh, let, me, let me get on that right now while you guys discuss. I mean, I you know, <sighs> yeah, you remember what I told you. reaction. <laughs> That's my gut reaction. Uh, you remember <laughs> what I told on. you, Russ, which was my, my suggestion to you, was that uh, The Onion needs to have a nice, pleasant yeah. email explaining that um, we have this information in front of us, and we'd really, really like some credit, i.e., give us some exposure, bitches. Yeah. That's when basically Greg, what I'm thinking about. into The Incredible Hulk. Greg, angry. I was. Hey man, I've seen intellectual property theft. That's what this is. And the onion doesn't need to be stealing stuff from other people. And if we don't want money from them, we just want exposure. So please tell us. This was longer ago than I thought. Yeah. Map report sixty one from December two thousand six. Because because it was so long ago. Uh, To be fair, (laughs) to be fair, I I found it by searching for the phrase "civil war reenactors" on the show. (laughs) All right, I see it now. Boolean search for the win. Do you know exactly. what it was? I actually couldn't believe it, it was that long ago, so I never went back that far and looked. Wow, for that's it. what that's my that was my theory. Yeah, so it was actually mm-hmm. three full months, almost more than three months ago. Yeah. But but no, seriously though, in all yeah. seriousness, and is there any reason to believe that this isn't? I mean, come on, they they Civil War reenactors. But also, wasn't the cover art for that particular episode that part of the show, the Civil War reenactors and other people going to Iraq? It right. was it was a lot of people, and not just the Civil War reenactors. To it was be like fair, Alan it was. I mean, again, the title for this was "We Solved the Iraq War's Personnel Shortage with Gangbangers, Cops, Prisoners, Civil War Reenactors, Pinochet <laughs> Zombies, AI, and Larry Brown." <laughs> I forgot about the so zombies. That would have been a giveaway, though, if the whole Onion were, thing was about Pinochet yeah, Zombies, exactly. Larry Brown, and Civil War reenactors. <laughs> then I think we would have a, a watertight case. Yeah, so they totally left Pinochet. <laughs> Out of there. But I do think you need to send something to them ASAP and be like, look, you know, I mean, come on now. Well, okay. So this is the question is what do we do about this? You know, do we send them something? Do I call their office? Do I apply for a job at the Onion? Ah. Do we... Do we all apply for a job at the Onion? them and wave sharp objects at? Like, do we have a recourse? What should we do? Yeah, we we call them. And we call them and we say, we don't want to wave sharp objects at you. Instead, we would like it if you would please link your page to ours and have a regular feature called the MEP Report. It comes out once a week. It's an hour. And you can get there through the onion. So and you can find it at... Greg's, <laughs> Greg's theory is to make ridiculous demands with That no is not a ridiculous demand. <laughs> based on very okay. little. Dude, I can make a more ridiculous <laughs> my, demand on legal leatherhead. You just wait. <laughs> I think that we claim that their webpage has come too close to ours and infringed on our territory, and uh, we kidnap it and, you know, make it go online and uh, apologize for having infringed on our territory okay. and uh, let it go after about two months. Um, so you maybe, want to kidnap like weeks. a few of the editorials or some minor parts of The Onion, and yeah, like, in exchange yeah. not, we get some kind of linkage. But you'd also have to well, have, have you, a negotiation. No, no, you'd have to kidnap a picture of a woman, too, though, to make it fit. 
arbitrarily. A yeah, I'll woman. release a picture yes. of a of a woman in an emu suit, and then uh -huh. um, and then arbitrarily decide for absolutely no reason after getting an email from them to to let everybody go. That's what I'm gonna do. I see. Well, that's that's very um, Russ, cause inefficient. I, think I looked <laughs> it up, man, and the LA branch of the Onion is yeah. literally like two blocks from here. I could walk there. I uh, it's like and next door. <laughs> and so why are you actually? They are in your territory. Exactly. The guy in who your lives there is right. They're in your wheelhouse. Like here in my them. bedroom, having sex with his girlfriend. He is actually the LA branch of the Onion. <laughs> And I've been waiting to complain I think that's the case. about him, so I, now I have an excuse. You're like, dear sir, you're too, you're, you've stolen our stuff, and you're also too loud downstairs, so please stop yeah, having I, loud and sex. I can hear you. And give us some, turn up your music or something. Give us some time, yeah. yeah. Stop yeah. stealing my website shit also. <laughs> no, I mean, if it's two blocks, that's what you have to do. Wait, wait, Russ, not only that, not only do you have to go and confront them, you also need to bring an audio recorder. Oh. <laughs> oh, this will be like that scene in Private Park. Blackmail, that, which was a reenactment of Howard Stern Blackmail. confronting his boss, like Hell on the no. radio. It's freaking Mep Report. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It's called Mep Report Ratings. It's called Mep Report Pawns the uh, Pawns the Onion <laughs> here at Life and Living Color. So, in exchange for or, them stealing or our material. Idea. We exploit we their could, name and uh, put put it all over the internet. It's not exploitation we if we're getting also, them back. It's called revenge. We could also uh, release a YouTube video uh, with their theme song, if they have one, that uh, makes fun of them for stealing our stuff. <laughs> that will get that will get three views, and we will be the three. Let's do that. <laughs> no, I think it will get um, about three three thousand views, two thousand five hundred and sixty or something. Yeah, oh, well, seems well, to be the standard. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Deviation of that's true. Of well, I don't know. YouTube of videos. The, that, yeah. Well, no, that particular type of YouTube forest related video. Yeah, the type of YouTube video that is about patent protection. Right, so, I see. Okay. In all seriousness, story because this is def this is a decision we have to agree upon if we're going to take any official like MEP report action. Sure. I'm happy to call Where's them. Where's our lawyer? I'm not. I'm call really Andy. not sure at all. Isn't he about, our legal like, advice? Yes. Threatening them, saying you stole shit. I really don't feel comfortable telling telling them that they stole. Shit. You don't because I Russ, mean you don't have to do that. You just tell them a story. The Onion has been around for a long time and they've come up with a lot of stuff. And, no, no, you know. You, Two groups of comedic geniuses and some things intersect. Maybe no, 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 happen, no, 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 no. You just tell them a little tale. You just say hi. My name is Russ, and I'd like to tell you a little story. It all started uh -huh. um, with a with a little comedy with show. With girl on the um, elevator. And, and, and I was yeah, like, I can't <laughs> talk exactly. to girls in the elevator. Right, exactly. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, yeah. You stole our shit. <laughs> and we want money. Right, and then all of a sudden it breaks down. <laughs> and it's called the Mep Report, and we 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 made pictures, and we do videos, and we do an audio show, and and we were talking one day about Civil War reenactors in Iraq, and we just happened to notice that uh someone else had come up with that same idea, and we thought to ourselves, well, what kind of a what kind of a group of people People would do that other than people that were very wide read wide ranging in their interests you know people who had listened to a lot of things for example listen to things on websites that already existed like the mepreport.com you know and as you gradually tell them the story they they will start to get the point and they'll gradually lower their head and start writing on a sheet of paper sign up and the then, mep report for the onion that's the way this works you don't have to threaten them. them i start to lower my voice slightly and lower a little more and then leave little gaps and sentences and eventually i just hang up the phone and they think that I'm still talking to them. It's it's Greg exactly. Slipaway on the phone. <laughs> no, is. you don't want to slip away away. from them. They would be doing that to you theoretically. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you know. You well, know. 
So, to be fair, time. no, I actually think that Greg, in all seriousness, is not far from the right idea, but is, 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 the difference is significant. I think that, uh, okay. that we should just... We should just spam them with effusive amazement and excitement and, like, try to sound sincere in our excitement. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you guys came up with the same idea. That's so cool. Like, three months ago, we were just thinking the same thing. Here, have a listen. Here's the link. Here's the link. And I really think that that's what we should do. And just be like so, like, pretend that we're 11-year-old girls and use lots of exclamation points and a couple of like smiley OMG. faces. And, yeah, and just, like, go really crazy and be, like, totally sincere and effusive and hope that if they did steal it, there's, a hu- there's one human being in there with a conscience who's like, uh, uh, yeah, about that, uh... We didn't exactly, uh, it's not... No, no, they're never going to do that. They're never going to do that. They're never going to do that. No, in a billion years, they'll never be like... I was with you until... I I think you're right to the beginning story. I think you then just have to follow it up with... (laughs) Okay. You you start out effusive, and then gradually you change the... You EFF to AB. You know, that's what basically happens. You gradually shift effusive... To abusive. That's basically what you do step by step. Um, You begin by being the little eleven-year-old girl in OMG, and then the next email you send, you're like, "Yeah, so so what about that? I haven't heard from you." And then you're like, "Hey guys, you know, I haven't. What what do you think about this? You know, I really don't like right. Yeah." Do we have any rights to general subjects that we talk about on the show? This is not a general subject. Context, but it's not a general subject. No, 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 no. no. I mean, even a very specific. Do we we have have anything? Ownership or rights over specific hilarious things that we come up with on the show. What do you? What? No. Right. No story. Over anything. It's the interwebs. That's not true. It's the That's not accurate. That's not true. What are you talking about? That's not true. Do we say we absolutely have on the website anywhere? We have. We have. It is copyright property at the point when it leaves our lips. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. What? It's our intellectual property. It's our intellectual property really? because it's an it's a comic it? idea because it's a comic idea. Look, the idea but of sending free. people to a rat what? Yeah, I know it's, but free, it's free, but they're not free. I mean, they have they have things that people they have advertisers, they have people that work with them. They're taking advantage of the idea we came up with and making money for themselves. If they were also, yeah. a, I mean, you know, That's they're okay. they're basically like a comic That's stealing the American way, right? Yeah, great, That's what wonderful. We all strive to do. And we certainly support that on this show, the American way. I mean, like, you know, that's that's. I'm sorry, like, I I I don't think that we, I don't think that they're. They may not be malicious about it, but clearly they thought this was a great idea and they decided to run with it. And yeah, sadly, I mean, they've been it caught. would not surprise me if one of their writers on their staff was just tooling on the internet and all of a sudden he came upon the comedy gold mine. Of known as the MEP report, and he's like, "Why, God, I don't have to do work ever again. I'm just going to bring things up at meetings at random." What about Civil War like, reenactors? They're like, "That's great." He's like, "Yeah, like where'd you wow, hear about that?" You You're like, "Up with this stuff, Jim." Oh, I well, just had a crazy idea. <laughs> exactly. I uh, yeah, yeah. You know me. I mean, like, look, I don't think that I think that we have to be careful because obviously the onion is bigger than we are, and we don't want to make it into some big, massive, just a little you know, thing. I don't think we should let it go, though. Like I don't one. think we should just be like, oh, the hell with it. What's to I stop them from doing me? I make them give me a job, or else I don't I know how that's helping the MEP report produce more. Free I say that's helping you for them, and then. 
I'll sneak in the middle of the night and turn the onion page rerouted to the MEP report for a full day until they fire me. <laughs> and then the damage will have been done. This is a great idea. And then they sue you. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're legally responsible for something that they should have been. That's that's a great... And then we countersue and say they stole Civil War reenactors. And then we embarrass yeah. them. And then people stop we listening to our show because there. it's really, really... Bu- yeah, exactly. You can't oh, well. start with a countersuit. Yeah, well, I... Well. <laughs> okay, touche. Russ learned that from, Russ learned point, that from his thinking. from his law school experience. His week at law school. You can't start yeah, with a countersuit. Yeah, like, can you start with a countersuit, Professor? No. no. Oh, oh I'll, no. I'll learn from okay. that. I like oh, I've got better. all I'm going to need to know about <laughs> Thanks, this. I'm all set. <laughs> I'm leaving. That's okay, stupid. good. Oh. Your system is stupid. I'm leaving. Yeah. I want a counter with that's my that's, su- ever <laughs> that's my suggestion. Okay, that's that's it. I'm done. That's my business. All right. All right I wanted it. to know what you so, guys um, do. The next so thing I'm, I'm going to call them up and bang on the door and giving you okay. business. Sounds good. Give him some free oranges or okay. something. So my bit of business is... Can we do is, housekeeping the rest of the show? Uh, no, no, Let's just do more. No, no, no just one more thing. I just wanted to throw out a, a bit of th- this uh, this email that was sent to me because I thought it was something you guys would appreciate. Um, this person, whose name is Suzanne, uh, who I think is on our MySpace page because I think she says she's from Florida, which I think is or somewhere in the South anyway. So she says that a few... And pop- we have all of Florida on well, our MySpace page. We're, we're connected. We just cornered that whole market. Go, go Gators. So, That's what we're all about. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she said a few podcasts back, you mentioned the game Racco. She says, my mother's favorite game ever is Racco. <laughs> she says, my mother's favorite game is Racco. I don't know why, but she sometimes forces the family to play it with her at gatherings. If it's any indication of the type of people that enjoy Racco, she also enjoys leaning out the window of her Lexus with a paintball gun and shooting at trailers. She lives in the Deep South. I don't know which one of the members is a Racco fan, but you might want to share the warning with them, Suzanne. P.S. Yours is the only podcast I listen to consistently. I've tried others, but they lack the humor I love from the MEP report. Thanks for entertaining. Now, what I find amusing about this, first of all, Suzanne, yeah, thank you for listening. The Racco references. That's right. Well, Suzanne, thank you for listening, and th- thank you I've for. Please tell your friends. 896 podcasts. But searching for keyword Racco. I know. God help us if she ever finds the Onion. Audio. If she ever finds the Onion podcast, we're screwed. No, but like, I, so I want to thank her for that. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah, also exactly. wanted to That's say, June 2007, families <laughs> play Racco, exactly. shoot paintball each at each other. Uh, but I also wanted to say onion. though that she says I don't know which one of the members is a Racco fan but you might want to join the warring with them. As we know from this show, I am the only Racco fan here. So the warning... It, Maybe like, it's I, irony. I have not... Yeah, that's very but deep she irony. She didn't email like me. No, I know. She didn't email Russ. Right. Okay? Clearly she's sardonic. She likes the show, okay? All right, she well, wins. all right. Game over. So good. I say that Suzanne we, one, Greg zero. Personally, I like people who lean out Lexuses and shoot paintballs at trailers. I don't know why anyone would have trouble with that, so I don't... I mean, that's that's fine. There you go. Yeah. So, so you found a new friend, a soulmate, perhaps. <laughs> a soulmate. Clea should be threatened. Oh gosh! <laughs> Look out, Clea. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Suzanne's mom is coming to town. But thanks, Suzanne. Boom. We appreciate that. Thanks for checking us out. And that's all my business. We I do. just wanted to tell her thank you and all that stuff. So, all right. So there you go. So uh, speaking of what you okay. talked about before, story the uh, the sardonic yeah. reference of releasing um, people. Uh, yeah, that I guess we should start there because that's the big bit of news today. Is uh, Ahmed Ajad decided to release all the British soldiers. Mm. And uh, yeah. I just wanted to mention that I was today I was eating dinner with our friend Kevin Grinberg, previous guest star on the MEP Report. Okay. And he and a group of other people, several of whom were Jewish, pointed out that although Amenajad in his speech releasing the British soldiers, mentioned that he was doing this as a gift in the name of Christ and Muhammad, that he had left out Moses mm-hmm. in his reference. 
And this person said, rather deadpan, why do you think he left Moses out of the discussion? So I thought I would just throw out there that Amenajad was deciding to play the forgiveness card, not, however, the card that might have led him to solidarity with Israel. Well, I think brilliant. He's a Moses, yes. that was the he's idea. A Moses denier, it's, isn't he? Yeah, probably. This is right? a good strategy. <laughs> I guess this so. is the divide and conquer. <laughs> or if only I could get the Christians and Jews to go to war with each other, then the Arabs and the Muslims are all set. <laughs> yeah, he's played his brilliant. civilization. This is he's, the beginning. He's played the video game. He knows how to set civilizations up and war with each other. And they do that in the new one, don't they? They out. actually ally by religion and things like that and so mm -hmm. forth. Absolutely. That's they make they're, awesome. You're more likely to align by religion or disaligned by religion. And That's brilliant. And found religions and try to spread them and send missionaries. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's what they always should have had in the Civ system. It's great. It was the one thing it was missing. Yeah. So yeah, you know, he knows how to how to play alliances and get people but, um, riled up at each other. Yep. So I guess no, that's what I'm happened. Stunned. I really am. I'm completely stunned that he uh, he did that. I mean, he could have said, you know, I'm doing it because the aliens made me do it. I don't care what he said while doing it. It's very surprising. I mean, again, to be fair, as of this podcast, he has not released them. He has merely said that he's going to release them as this magnanimous gesture. Now, if you really wanted to get somebody, you would then kill them all at, like, the public release ceremony. So, you know, we're not necessarily out of the woods yet. I suppose. Like, everybody celebrates, everybody gets really say, happy, and then he's like, I'm releasing them to, to release them. Blam. I wanted to release Blam. them in the name Blam. of Christ and Muhammad. But then Abraham right. told me to kill him. And I had to <laughs> oh, so no. Exactly. It's a yeah. part of his method. <laughs> I mean, we all know what happens there. Exactly. Oh, gosh. That's phenomenal. That's funny. All right, that's it, Abraham. Uh, you pushed me too far. That's funny. That's great. But yeah. he also... That's what I was also going to mention was that yeah. Moses does not seem to be the same level of figure. I'm not trying to diminish Moses' stature, but it seems to me that both Christ <laughs> we all know and you're Muhammad... A Moses hater. I'm a big Moses hater. I can't stand the guy. You're so anti-Moses. Desert walker. Moses uh, Moses hater. Yeah. Christ and Muhammad are like the they founded their respective religions, right? I mean, they're both prophets sure. who founded the Moses well, didn't found Judaism. No, Moses Abraham. just brought down 10 commandments from God. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's and he was good. spoken he to by God. He's a good gopher. He's a he good was an gopher. important he wasn't bureaucrat even in the Israel, Jewish organization. Dude. Oh that's, well, that's yeah. how the border security is religion. over there. He did, however, free his people. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, he freed the people, and then other religions have cool guys too, but they didn't start it. So what no. you're telling me is that that Christ is, you know, inc incredibly the most important figure in Christianity, obviously. Muhammad, most important figure in Islam, obviously. And then Moses is a cool guy. And who, the Jews, the who Jews is credited. Is Abraham credited with yeah, founding Judaism? Is that yes. yeah? Is that is that how it goes down? Okay. Yeah, but yeah, wait but a minute. Then, wait a minute, though. He, but he's thing, just a, he's just the, a figurehead, though. Russ, weird. He's a figurehead. Moses is the real guy. He's the real power well, behind Judaism. No, Come on. but you're kind of right in that it doesn't matter as much. And you know, again, I'm the least well-schooled person in the world to be talking <laughs> as a position of authority on this. But it seems, to <laughs> however, me that between Story Clayton, Greg Wilson, and Russ Guberman, I'm going to go to Russ for attention about Judaism. Right, I don't know why. I'm just going to throw so, that like, out there. The Mount Rushmore of Jews is basically like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who are all in one line. That's like son, father, son, grandson, right. or something like that. So Holy that's Spirit. a little silly. Right. Holy, Holy, Holy Son. Right. Wrong way. And then, yeah. right. 
Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses is not even in the discussion of the founders. But, it, I mean, here's what I, the point that I was going to make is that I don't even think they're that important because it was just Abraham was just the first guy that was listening to the God voice in his head when God told him to do a bunch of stuff <laughs> that led to the beginning of the practice of Judaism. Right. And you could argue this is the definition of a prophet is the guy who listens to the God voice in his head and starts doing weird shit. There are many other people but who have this God me, voice. They just don't listen to it, right? Maybe it's because I don't follow the religion and it seems a little silly to me that all of this stuff that it just doesn't seem that important that other than the fact that God is the one who created Judaism and then different prophets created different ways to adhere to God's law hence Christ and Muhammad I don't really think it makes a difference I don't think you need to mention a Jew guy you just say God it's all the same God nobody believes in Zeus they all believe in the Judeo-Christian <laughs> same guy Although, same yeah, guy but I mean no though because like it, part of the, the issue is that Judaism well, I guess no, I guess that doesn't work. I was about to say that Judaism wasn't named after its main guy, and that's why you don't have a main guy, but then I realized that that's not really the case with Islam either. So, unfortunately, if it was Mohammedism, that might, you know, or I guess it would be Allahism with a Muhammad twist, and then you've got Christianity, obviously. But you don't have, like, Judaism isn't named after a major figure. Like, if you named it Mosesism or Abrahamism or... You know, mm -hmm. Isaac Isaacism or something, then you well, have I mean, something much fair, more clear. You know, in the same vein, like I think there's a very good case to be made for the idea that that Jesus was not really the founder of Christianity. Jesus was a Jew. Right. It was really Paul. Christianity was was Peter and Paul. Well, and Paul, yeah. Paul more than mm -hmm. anyone who, you know, who went out and said, "Let's create this religion." I never knew the guy. I'm going to sort of pick and choose from accounts of his life, and uh, <laughs> let's adopt some pagan holidays. And I think we've got something we can sell here. Uh, what What can I do to get you in a in a Christian church today? <laughs> you know. So I mean, that's and that's that's Christianity in a bag. Like, come on, come on. I hate to break it to you. But that's, you know, the big wide gap between between Jesus' original, you know, that's a the good original point. Jesus and then the extra tasty, crispy Christianity. In so, fact, Jesus would know, not have been a big fan of a lot of the current, you know, church-based Christianity oh, anyway, since he no, was against I, a lot of the whole... I don't think he would have been a fan. Right, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, there would have been a lot he would have had a little bit of a problem with. I just so, like this idea yeah, so, of Peter you know, so, as used car salesman. So, I mean, I, I, think, like that. I think Muhammad is maybe the only person who sort of plays both ends of it, like has the full sort of inspired theology and the on-the-ground, like, organizing skill at the same time. I really think he's the only one who combines them. What about Buddhism? I don't think anyone else in any the of the major religions. Prophet. Buddha didn't do any prophet. organizing. Buddha just sat there. Yeah, but, but, yeah no, 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 no. But Buddha I mean, then, organization, organizing. well, I was going to say, organization sort of like <laughs> swirled around him, though. Like, I mean, that was, you know, he, exactly. he like, you know, like people, Which it's like, is, yeah. it's like Gandhi. Like, I mean, Gandhi certainly did some things, but a lot of Gandhi was just everyone came to him and they're like, wow, it's mm. Gandhi. Let's go do things because he's Gandhi, so cool. Gandhi I mean, did seriously. a lot of outreach, though. Gandhi well, was way more engaged in outreach and the world in general than, than Buddha. I see. You know. From, yeah, his problem I, was that he didn't hear religious religiosity up all of his arguments. He just made it a strict philosophy. Which all right, how about Confucianism? Much less attractive to the masses. Confucianism People don't then. want just good ideas. They need a big spooky head attached to a cloud to believe in things. <laughs> they need a big spooky head attached to a cloud. What about Confucianism? Yeah, yeah. there are no Buddhists actually. Because there are Nobody, no consequences to not on. believing 
in uh, whatever Gandhi believed in, passive non-resistance. You know, so if you don't believe so. in it, you get to beat somebody up. But if you don't believe in some guy who believes in something that a big head attached to a cloud does, then that head can totally shoot lightning bolts at you and bad things happen to you. <laughs> There's no consequences. I take back you know my I mean? suggestion that we it's ask totally Russ about Judaism. I, I, take, I take that back for some reason. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> my informed opinion about Judaism. <laughs> I, I can why? tell. Don't that like the we are far more compelling because religion. we have... A giant spooky head attached to a cloud. I just who can create a flood and like kill all the evil people. Russ, why does your method? Why does your vision sort of apply you to like up Moses, man? But why does that apply to money? Moses can't come to the promised land. Yeah, that but was his boy, I, and he's like, leave. You suck. But I just have this You're image done. of like Monty Python, like you know the little cutouts they have, like where they show like God's head like opening and closing. It's like a paper cutout. That's my yeah. image. You talk about big spooky That's head. Totally what Moses. Head is <laughs> That's totally what he's <laughs> I mean, thinking. Not you know in it biblical is. times. You know it. That was actually the only way to show people what happened if you didn't follow the religion. Because they didn't have TV or radio back then. They got a then. Punch and Judy show. What? So you, yeah, you move... You What's have, wrong like, with you? Have, ...of the Godhead, and you move them up and down to have the mouth up. Yeah. Don't do this. Bad <laughs> thing. <laughs> and, uh, but I don't want then to be go, good. And then you hear... I'll fucking hurt you. Okay. You're going to have God say, I'll fucking hurt you. I'll anachronistic cop swear hurt you. Stay tuned for Shakespeare. I'm still. Then you get a Benny Hill interlude. Oh, that's great, Russ. I didn't realize what this was all about. Can I ask why? an important argument that all of us are making, that none of the foundational members of these religions are really that important. It's more about the people who came after the fact who wanted to hurt people into it's the bureaucrats and the bureaucrats sure yell at them and scream at them and tell them to give them money but see here's yeah. the problem yeah. though there you go. the problem i have with this theory and and it's related to an the issue the well the, yes that's true what of many pro yeah. problem number one <laughs> of many many problems uh is that I, I i'm a little bit disturbed by sort of the extremism with which russ views this point because everything every time russ talks about religion it ends with lightning bolts being shot at somebody like whether it's lightning bolts shot from an arm or a hand or an eye it always and that's just that is a very greek centric vision of what gods do like honestly gods do not generally go around in any of these religions throwing lightning bolts at people except in the greek religion but according to russ hindu throws you know the hindu religion Whatever, the gods throw lightning drown bolts you turn you to stone buddha throws that's lightning a much bolts more modern concept of what God does is that he drowns you and turns you to stone. What? Probably both at the same time. That's a very effective method of drowning. And then shoots you with a lightning bolt. And then throw them in the water. And then shoots you with a lightning bolt. they can't do anything. Then they just sink like a stone. And then God yeah, takes and then they electrocute you, you to the river. <laughs> Drops you in the water. <laughs> no, but I mean, come on. The alternative we've been, to lightning. We've been talking about organizing people recently, and really the only most, or the most effective tool, if you're going to organize people to do what you want them to do, is to have a form of negative reinforcement and punishment when they do bad things. Yeah, but can't it be yeah, like, it do. does it have to be lightning bolts yeah. or drowning Absolutely. in stone things and things like that? What is the negative I mean, in Buddhism? Effect, those are the most effective. But what is the negative in Buddhism in or Confucianism Buddhism? or Confucianism? What's the negative Buddhist in Confucianism? You know, Greg? My brother's a Buddhist. We're talking about popular religions here. Buddhism is a big Buddhist. religion. I was just going to say What? That. <laughs> How can you get closer? What is this, religious idol? Like, he's not the religious not idol? I'm not knocking Buddhism. 
as you know, I'm a Taoist, and I like a lot. See, you're of knocking Zen Buddhism because they're not going to throw lightning bolts at you. They're just going to wait for your karma to screw up. That's yeah, all they're exactly. doing. They're not going to like do anything to you. Well, that, you that wouldn't is say sort this. Of what I'm saying. <laughs> I am saying that it's sort of less compelling to the average schmuck unless they have a reason to avoid death by believing in something that's immediately compelling. To get into the deep philosophical reasons as to why to believe in things is not something that most people are going to access. Um, so for most people, you just want to have them avoid being poked with sharp things, and that's why they believe in what they believe in. Because it allows them to avoid being poked with sharp things. Um, Russ, do you realize that there are between amoebas. 350... People are amoebas. Certainly the root of nationalism and law-abiding. Amoebas. It. Yeah. They're all amoebas. Do you realize that there are between 350 and 400 million people practicing Buddhism? What were you saying about popular? Could, could you go back to that part where you said, and, I want a popular... And there are a couple, and there are a billion Muslims, and there are a billion Christians... You know, and then when they came into conflict, right, when the missionaries would go, you know, and back during the spheres of influence when we would try to colonize that portion of the world, Christianity won because the missionaries would beat the crap out of these people philosophically and say, you know, <laughs> but you're a heathen and you're going to go burn. So why would you believe in this burning heathen stuff when you can believe in this good not being poked by sharp things stuff? And they say, oh, okay, you're right. Ah, uh, I see. That's disturbing. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. But see, this proves my point. All right, lightning kills a man in Pegu. Now you ask, okay, why do you want to hear about lightning killing a man in Pegu? Because an abbot from the town where the man was, this, this guy named Nai Tu, was a 60-year-old farmer, hit by lightning while he was working in his rice field. And according to an abbot, a Buddhist abbot from Pegu town, what he says, no, to just, uh, listen, listen, you'll see, you'll see, here it is, here it is, here it is, here it is, listen. Okay. According okay. to our Buddhist belief, the man who is hit by lightning is the one who is against five kinds of gratitude, the teachings of Buddha. So in other words, this man rejected Buddha and was struck by lightning. So you can't get away with it, Russ, so, just by claiming that Buddha is not going to do this so stuff to you. Lightning. There is lightning in Buddhism. That's my point. Oh. Well, that ha. does sort of explain the 350 million people, is that maybe there is some sort of secret, uh, you know, what's that called? The the little small text on the bottom of the contract type stuff, the subtext yeah, that says, print, perhaps, yeah, and rule number 55,001A is we will strike you down with lightning if you do bad things. Right. So apparently, I, really I didn't think you were about that. Period. No, it just happens. So see, I'm just pointing out, don't think that you can get away with this okay. just by mocking Buddhism. Now, if you went against Confucianism, I don't know about that. Then you would become eternally trapped in a fortune cookie. <laughs> is that what happens? No. Oh my goodness! Well, I guess that's yes, true. I mean, cookies which were invented out. in the 1900s by people by promoting Chinese restaurants in the United States. They actually yes. have nothing to do with China or native to China. They are native to Chinese restaurants in New York City. But boy, are they tasty! And do they make me feel good when they tell me that I am going to meet a wonderful friend every day? Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let's see here. Uh, true. And you do eat Chinese almost every day, so that's. I eat Chinese. I eat a lot of Chinese food. I that's the most I Jewish thing that. that I do probably is eat as much Chinese food as I do. Hey, check this out. <laughs> Only on Christmas. There's a story of an emperor who, while yeah. traveling in a rainstorm, encountered a cat on a porch that waved a okay. greeting to him. Intrigued I'm by this sorry. phenomenon. I'm going to stop you. Wait, no, no. I'm telling a great and story. Ask you. <laughs> 
No. Yes. Where are you getting this information? All kinds of things. You ha- is your brother like telling you these stories <laughs> in Greg your ears? Like, the where does online guide from? to Buddhist retribution? <laughs> exactly. No, this is not Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Buddhism. No, no. This Retributive is Buddhism I, and you. I'm proving a point it's a here. Russ got me interested. There's a wiki page for everything story. No, no. This is not Wikipedia. I'll explain oh, to you in a minute what I'm doing for this search because this actually got me intrigued. I thought to myself, how many other religions, like Russ said, use lightning strikes? So in this case, and I'll tell you the religion okay. in a second, there is an emperor you Google search who, Buddhism and lightning. Yeah, but this time not Buddhism. This is Confucianism and lightning. There's a story of an emperor okay. who, while traveling in a <laughs> rainstorm, <laughs> encountered a cat on a porch yes. that waved a greeting to him. Intrigued by this phenomenon, the emperor dismounted and approached the porch. As soon as he reached the porch, a bolt of lightning crashed down on the spot his course was standing and killed it instantly. In other words, had he not become a Confucianist, he would have been struck by lightning. Do you see a pattern here? So far, we've found Confucianism involves lightning, Buddhism involves lightning, Christianity involves lightning, does Greeks involve lightning? I think we're starting to see it's all about lightning. And in my religion, the Caddyshack religion, there is a well-known story about a preacher who plays golf in the rain and misses a putt after having the greatest round of his life and looks into the sky and yells, rat fart, and then he is struck by lightning. Ah, see? So there you go. That fits. And that's the best movie ever. Yeah. Approximately. So, so that that clearly proves there. it. I think that works. Now I just found something which says Zoroastrianism and lightning, but I won't bother to look at that. I think I proved my point. <laughs> and uh, I think that's Jesus what Zoroastrianism said, means. It right. means lightning. It means lightning. Lightning. <laughs> lightning, lightning. Yeah. And lightning Jesus twice. said, "I am the lightning. I am the way." Right. So, yeah. I'm the you know, <laughs> he, that. Um, he got mis. You got uh, misrepresented, and misquoted by he, history. There you go. But, um, I mean, so I guess I guess the issue is you need to have, for a successful religion, you need to have at least some thread of lightning strikes. And it would be nice if you had somebody that you could look up to as a hero. Because even you, Russ, you said that Judaism does have a Mount Rushmore of, you know, like official figures, right? Like, it's not that, it's not uh-huh. just God. There's, al- there's always a group of people. There's always a group of people that have to be sort of the heroes, you know, the num- like the, the council of greats, you know, the, the hall of fame, if you will, of your particular religion. So, uh-huh. That's what you need to have. You need yeah, to have like a Hall Charlton of Fame Heston. and lightning strikes. That's what you need. Right. <laughs> yeah, Charlton Heston. and uh, Sandy Koufax totally it. gets in. Sandy Koufax is the fourth. That's the fourth one that I was trying right. to think of before. It was Seriously. Abraham, Isaac, <laughs> Jacob, and Sandy Koufax. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, it's the Hall of Fame. I mean, come on. Let's be reasonable. That's true. That's true. I'm just yeah, saying. For modern Jews, it's Sandy Koufax and uh, John Stewart, basically. That works. There you go. That's, so it was Abraham, Isaac, um, who, who is it? Abraham, Isaac, Moses, John Jacob. Stewart. Oh, Jacob. John Stewart and... Uh, no, Moses didn't make Why it. is Moses, Moses not in Mount Rushmore? No, I do Moses not buy this. Misses. Moses has got to be in the top three. Lower. Moses is clearly in the top three. He's so not. But look, pound for not pound, Moses was, was the best, best prophet you guys ever produced, Greg, pound for it, pound. The best prophet, pound for Greg, pound. have you ever heard how the story of Hanukkah is like this overblown minor holiday to sort of compete with Christmas? Are you saying Moses Jewish is overblown? Left out? You're saying Moses is overblown? It's exactly the same thing. What? Most Jews didn't even tell the story of Passover. In fact, in in actuality, they just ended up like moving one country over from Egypt, and there was no Pharaoh, and it was all just sort of made up. But later on, they wanted something to celebrate to compete with the uh, the spring equinox and the <laughs> the fertility festival and Easter. And they're like, "All right, fine. Well, we were slaves, and there's some kind of." tasteless bread involved in there and then <laughs> that's not exciting all right how about hail fire hail and blood and oh, god and no reason. Charlton heston 
and a climb on top Sacrifice. of a mountain by a shepherd with a stick that <laughs> blinds you when you shoot laser beams. And a thousand, that's a good thousands of years story. ago, Jews were like, <laughs> right. all right, the way to do this is we love, okay, it's about Charlton Heston and tasteless bread. Okay, that's what we celebrate. Tasteless bread and Charlton Heston. That's, that's the theory of uh, the Jewish faith in this situation, right? That, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and then in the abridged, or rather the, the third or fourth revised version, they're like, let's add a staff that turns into a snake and shoots laser beams and <laughs> well, you know, no, lightning bolts, right? And they're like, wow, lightning that's bolts. much better story now. Beams. <laughs> no, exactly. They're lightning laser beams. Laser beams. <laughs> lightning that's bolts. Lightning and laser beams. That's all religion uh, is to write. Wait a minute. Lightning and laser I'm gonna beams. Google, a little L and L. I'm going to Google Judaism and laser beams. That's all it is. Judaism and laser beams. Oh, you're going to find yeah. some great stuff. Do you know how many physicists are Jews that have pursued that just to be able to recreate Moses' tricky staff with the laser beams? That's why they're in their field. Holy cow. God first created a hollow space, a vacuum with his, within his infinite light into which he injected a metaphoric, quote, laser beam of spiritual energy. You see? <laughs> Obviously. Oh, God. Russ is the prophet. Dude, you're the fourth, wait, you're the fourth guy. You're the okay. prophet. I knew no. it. It fits. Andy Koufax is the fourth guy. John Stewart is like on the waiting list to be put up on the mountain when they have room. There you go. Wow. When there's the next like bombing that takes out a third of the mountain. And then there's an yeah. article that I don't says think the guy who makes the crappy YouTube videos is really in line for that. But that's I appreciate the sentiment. There's, the, <laughs> there's also an article that says Canadian <laughs> Jews anyway. Canadian Jews murdered Arafat with laser death ray. There's also an article about that too. I don't know whether that means anything, but that's the article. Yeah. Well, that's also you know it sort of came to fruition. There was a prediction you know in the Old Testament that we would have a laser death ray because we were the chosen people. And like, <laughs> what's the point of being the chosen people if you don't have something like a laser? or death ray that you can use against people who are not the chosen people. So now Israel has it. So that, that fulfilled that part of the prophecy. So that's cool. There you go. Wow, that's but so Iran's funny. trying to get it. So. They're working yeah, and struggling. obviously they're ready to hit him with the laser death ray, but they don't want to use it while the hostage oh, it's this very is very complicated. Okay, this is unbelievable. Exactly. Seriously, folks, we are the not Talmud making this like up. 317 rules about how to use the laser beam, no, too, it's and true. that makes it very difficult I'm, to figure out. I'm looking at a page that says some believers say the city of Jerusalem right. will be indestructible when the Messiah comes, possibly by being made out of laser beams. Okay. I'm not making that up. It actually <laughs> says this on a website. Okay. Russ, okay. Russ yeah. is Greg my prophet. Is I'm going to destroy Russ is a prophet. Are you ready? Hologram. Are you ready? Shut up, heretic. You do not have Russ a monopoly on Google. No. <laughs> no. I am going to Google aardvark and laser beam. And let's see what I come up with, okay? <laughs> aardvark and laser beam. <laughs> because you because aardvark is a religion? What are you talking about? Talk about religions. When is because aardvark a religion? Googling random things together and saying that it's discovery. It's not. It's finding the crackpots on the internet, of which there are many. Okay? <laughs> You know how easy it is? I can no, go no, on I'm for reading. an hour. No, no, I'm reading Celia's information. The great laser beam dust can be seen much greater distances than with the resident laser. The aardvark extension lets you manipulate on the page. That's an extension. That's okay. not an actual oh aardvark. Know. That's not a real aardvark, dude. Too. I knew you had oh, it in you, wow. Dude, that is not a real aardvark. Great. That's not a real aardvark. <laughs> That's an aardvark extension. You can't find an aardvark, whereas I okay. found you a legitimate Jew. Jewishness and laser beams fit. Russ is a prophet. Oh, also after Jon Stewart in the hierarchy of uh, most revered Jews is uh, Whoopi Goldberg. She's like 
seventh or sixth. <laughs> that's he's in there too. He's up there too. All right, I'm gonna see if yeah. I can prove your point. There you go. Whoopi Goldberg and laser beams. He's a powerful convert, and so is Sammy Davis Jr. But less so than Whoopi because she has a cooler name. What about Rod Carew? Rod Carew is definitely Carew. up there. I mean, he's in the Hanukkah song, yeah. so that's big points if you make there the you Hanukkah go. song. Exactly. That's important. Seriously. So you know, obviously that's Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock also important. Yep. Yes. Yep. Leonard Nimoy and Shatner. And Shatner. Yeah. Uh, so why are we talking about this? <laughs> this is like if I could pick things that I don't want to talk about on the Met Report, it would be like Jewy Jew Jewish list. Let's make. It's not. It's not my Shatner. fault that you came up with prophecy. I was just talking about some. You know, we started by talking about Amenajad. Uh, oh, did yeah. you guys notice by the way, just to finish up the Amenajad thing, that he did, however, however, manage to get in a little shot about because one of the British soldiers happened to be a um, a mother of two, I think, one or two children, and so he managed to say right. in this speech. He's like, and by the way, why do the British allow mothers to go into their military? Do they have no sense of the value of mothers? And then he went on to say, anyway, I'm going to free them. So he just like took the opportunity to throw in that like they shouldn't be sending mothers out, Hilarious. according to Medinajad. Yeah, how Medinajad as the protective nanny. <laughs> exactly. He's like, wow, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and I gave her some warm milk, and God, I combed What's her hair. What's wrong with you people? Taking care of herself <laughs> exactly. in your stupid military. Exactly. Good God. It was so funny. It's like you, he should just throw some other things in. He's like, and why why don't you people spice your food better? And so food in England is so bland. But anyway, I I release the British soldiers. Like, you know, make bigger sandwiches. You never put any meat in there. These people are going to starve. They're skin and bones. And what's with your soccer we hooligans? To feed them for two Why weeks you get, just to make sure they were healthy. Get control of them. In good conscience, we could let them go. Right, exactly. <laughs> we had to, like, you know, they hadn't eaten in weeks. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's interesting to see him do this. But, I mean, uh, does this mean, by the way, that one of us has won or, I don't know, has won, has successfully achieved? No. It's whoever the... Fr- oh. The, none of the things have happened yet. None of them. So That's true. nobody's won anything. One of the things has to happen true. first. Oh, I see. Okay. I think story they still has the money on world released. is going to end. Yeah. I maintain. Right. He still could shoot them at the docks. He still could be shooting them as they as they walk away towards freedom. That might be a possibility, I see. Okay. All right, well, that's... I'm just putting it out there. That certainly fits. Um, so I did want to... I figured I would throw something out there about um, about something that happened to me this past week, which is that uh, I have successfully okay. gotten a Nintendo Wii console, the new... Wii thing with those no. remotes and everything. Yes, yes, I have gotten one. Did you get uh, out of did one you of hold the a lot of machines too? No, oh no, but that's funny. I showed Russ a video uh, that I that I had seen on a web page of this kid okay. getting a Wii out of one of those crane machines. You know the ones that like you bring them over a pile of stuffed animals and they like a Wii the one, out he, of he, got, we, he saw yeah, it yep. like at the front of a friend. Yes, or something. he got a Wii yeah. out of it, like the one an that actual Greg Wii used to destroy his mind over and and I won with those like that one. Oh my gosh. The thing for clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, yeah. 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 I won this a couple yeah. times. Greg, you used to love those things. I did, I did. And you always said, I'm going to win you something, Clea. And Clea would roll her eyes and sigh <laughs> and be like, okay, Greg. I did win her something a couple times. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to yeah. win anything. I did a couple times. Before being like, you. God damn it. And you were God always damn like, it. what do you want? What do you want? It's a scam. God and damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you're not going to win anything. Don't get my hopes up. And then, yeah. And then you would go into goddamn it mode. <laughs> That's true. And you'd be like, stupid, <laughs> inanimate. Thing. Green. That's true. Claw thing. <laughs> That's true. Won't hold on. 
Hold on. That's true. That would be even more yeah. like true the case if it had been a Nintendo Wii. But yeah, there's this video out there of this kid who actually is getting a Nintendo Wii and he gets it out using a crane. And basically the whole video, which is not work safe by the way, involves this kid saying, Holy effing, holy, oh my effing God, I can't effing believe. And they're like wandering around the mall yelling, you know, holy yeah. effing God at the top of their lungs. I, I mean, you know, it's just, <laughs> just being like unbelievable. But uh, yeah. That's about. Yeah. Par for the YouTube courses. Yeah, you know, basically. But no, it was very painless. I actually just went to a Yonkers. Uh, I just went to the Toys R Us in Yonkers, and I was on my way up to rehearsal anyway. I got okay. there about 20 minutes before the store opened. There were like 50 people in front of me. So I was like, all right, well, I'm here. And I waited 20 minutes. They came out. They handed out tickets to all of us that, you know, had a little thing, you know, Nintendo Wii. They brought people in when the store opened, and they got, you know, they just moved us through the line, and I left with my Wii about 10, 15. So the whole thing took like a half hour, maybe 35 minutes, and it was very painless. And then Clea followed him out of the store being like, oh my god, god oh my fucking damn it, he just got that from the store, holy shit, oh man. I did have to perform oh. some skill contests, yes, I did have to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's true. And one of the things that I've concluded about the console is that this is just the way that Nintendo works. Nintendo has a way of making things that are far more accessible and useful in other ways seem somehow more appealing on the console. For example, the Nintendo Wii has an as a wireless internet feature where you just, you know, you can access the internet through the Nintendo console. And I have, as everybody knows, a... Oh, my God, the internet! <laughs> exactly, yeah. Holy, Holy shit! Holy son of... Yeah. On the web? Without... <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, my God! Don't you need cords? <laughs> exactly. Where do the tubes go? <laughs> so, I turn on the... So, I turn it on and I, like, you know, get it working, whatever. And they have uh. a news channel. And I, the other day I came home and I turned on the Wii and it's like this slideshow. So it shows you like the different news headlines. And I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. Okay. And I, for like five minutes, I'm looking at this stupid like cartoonish headline thing. Is it's like, George Bush says the Dems are bad. Woman is found in California with her, you know, safe and sound with her dog after being missing. Man says he won't give money to wife that's changed her sex or something. And it, and it just keeps like switching from like thing to right. thing. And it's like... I'm so fascinated by this, and I'm like, wait a minute, I could just go to my computer and find all this out in five seconds. But this is so cool. It's like Mario is showing me the news story, and then he's like, look, here's another story. I'm like, wow, Mario is showing me news stories. <laughs> like, some, Nintendo has this power. I, I don't understand it. It's amazing. Like, you know? It's good you made that realization when you did, because if you hadn't, the next messages that were coming were like, you want a sandwich from Burger King. <laughs> exactly. Yes, Burger King. Sandwich <laughs> from Burger King. <laughs> Burger King. That's so good. You want to wire us our bank information. I do want to wire them my bank information. Yeah. All of it. No. You want to be shot by lightning bolts. Exactly. I do want to be shot by lightning bolts. Right. You are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mario. I think yeah. It is sort of, uh, I think Nintendo is definitely committed to having people understand that an outside world actually exists. That was something they could not build into the f previous systems of Nintendo, is to let you know yes. that there are other things, but they, like news. They just have these the things world. that they throw in, you know, okay. like they have a weather channel, and like, you know, you, you go in and it'll show you what what's the forecast today. It's raining. There's weather. But it's not just it's that... It's fine in here. No, outside. 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 There's no outside world. Oh. Only Nintendo. Mean, what is that? Nintendo Wii Boxing? <laughs> is it raining? in Nintendo Wii exactly. Boxing? No, 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 outside. <laughs> what does outside mean? <laughs> Crazy. You mean outside in Zelda? Yeah, exactly. No, but, uh, so uh -oh. they show you, like, a... what? better bring my magical elven slicker, then, because <laughs> it's raining in Zelda. And they're like, they're like, there's no way. They finally just shut the console off by themselves. They're like, well, you just, you, you need to stop. You just can't. You can't do it. But it's true. They have a weather channel. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. 
I have to interrupt. The latest story just posted to Dig Anywhere is Civil War reenactor suffers real wound on Anderson Battlefield. Continue Damn it! Uh, see? <laughs> Everywhere! <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute. The fifth story on Yahoo. Intern ad- admits civil war thefts from U.S. archives. Wait a minute. Yeah. Civil war, yeah. They were... Damn it! <laughs> they were reenacting a battle where there were no Confederate casualties, and yet he was a Confederate casualty in the reenactment. That's hilarious. Okay. Back to your regular show. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, that is that is pretty funny. I had to do that. Um, but even the Weather yeah. Channel, like, you know, you turn on the little weather thing, and it's like, it's raining, and you're like, it's raining. But what's interesting about it is that it's raining, and then you hear, like, Mario says, like, it's raining, and you hear, whoosh, you know, like, the actual rain sound, and you're like, ah, that's how I know pitter, it's pitter, raining. Pitter, pitter, pitter. Yeah, it's just, like, it's the most ridiculous oh, thing, but there's something automatically appealing about it. I don't understand how to explain it. Is your whole news ticker read in a cartoonally bad Italian accent? <laughs> no. Something like, it's a raining outside. Oh, oh. Porsche tells the Democrats to George go to Hala. <laughs> Mamma mia! Mamma amenada jada. No. Okay. On the shot of Paul, lost in the third round of Wimbledon. Oh God, that's funny. No, it's not a cartoonishly bad thing, but it would be tempting. It would really be tempting. I don't know. It's just they they just have a way of making things seem appealing. There's nothing unappealing about you know Mario is just this sort of relaxed, laid back figure. Like you know, clearly, well, yeah. Most people think of news as like a work thing, an adult thing, but when news is coming out of a video game console all of a sudden wow this, this is, is neat Dude, exactly oh my god so true it's a game where you learn about the world i can win this game we need to do this i can totally do this we need to do this for real life yeah. we just start like pumping voting information for americans and stuff into the consoles and they're like oh wait that's really dumb i know that's a lie i'm not going to vote for the liar and all of a sudden like the republicans lose by like six trillion to zero because all of a sudden like they've Dude, they've realized I the got idea the greatest game it's libertarian grassroots campaign fundraising. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I can't select it. Why? It says intellectually bankrupt. Oh, well, yeah. But it's awesome. It's true. And, like, you just go around, like, passing out brochures and, like, asking people for donations and explaining things. And, like, I'm, like, level four well, at explaining how we don't need taxes. It's but awesome. it's funny you mention that because one of the games you can get for the Nintendo Wii, apparently, is a game called Master Cook where you use, you know, you guys know that the remote is, like, motion sensitive. You use the remote to, like, chop meat and things. Like, you cook a meal <laughs> using <laughs> the actual <laughs> controllers. Are you serious? just like, uh... Do you know that this is actually a scam proposed by the Japanese people to have American video game players cook their meals all day is long by remote robot control? <laughs> like, this is great. Exactly. Chop meat from virtual <laughs> reality from, from way downtown. Yeah. They separately oh, sold a bunch of uh, robot chefs, but the robot chefs don't actually know anything. They're just controlled by that video game from across the uh, Oh, I, I hope not. Yeah, because they say a lot of the ways that one one of the people one of the people reviewing the game is just like it's terrible. I can't do anything with it. Lol. It's like all misspelled and stuff. So clearly that guy was just like flailing his arms wildly. Like the chef is he like chopping up people in the kitchen because the guy's like, why can't I cut this meat? It's like whirling its knives around and everything. That is so funny. These people have not been in their kitchens in thousands That's of right. years, but somehow they're chopping meat right. and preparing garnishes. I mean, on is their that video really any console. different than any of these things, like you know, Second Life or The Sims or any of these oh, those things are the worst. that ask you to go through the mundanity of life? 
over and over and over again as fun entertainment. It's character realism. That you don't <laughs> yeah. have in real life. Yeah, exactly. I think oh, I have I a solution for these people. Checkbooks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll just take What's a Wii that? console and like tape it to their hand and then send them out to the world. And then they'll just like exactly. start waving it at things. They'll be like, look, I'm doing my taxes <laughs> with the Wii console strapped to their arm. Do taxes this with the great. Wii console. I'm going to work. Uh, I'm an accountant. Do, do, do. <laughs> Balance the thing. Well, yes. and the thing is that it does do that because you can create in the in the console, you can create these things that are called, now get ready for the, uh, get ready for the, the, ob, the um, subtlety here, the me. The M-I-I, get it, me. It's, you created me. Anyway, um, and you basically can create yourself. And you put a version of yourself on the console. And then the me will show up in all these situations. Like, he'll show up in the games. Like, you're playing, like, steals your tennis. Soul. and Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, eventually, <laughs> all of a sudden, you're like, hello, the me is come. And your it's taking your identity. And, and disconnect <laughs> from its own account. Right. And it's like there's just this other thing running around the internet, and it's signing checks for you, and you know buying stuff, cooking and meals sleeping for with Japanese your wife. people. It's me, yeah, Mario. Exactly. <laughs> cooking meals for your friends. With your wife. And they're like, I had a great time with you the other night. And it's like, what? That wasn't me. Oh no, yeah, it was my avatar. It's really all an identity. Oh god. <laughs> You're yeah, freaking exactly. us out, Greg. This <laughs> well, new video game system of yes. yours. I see yeah, now why they give them out in grappling game machines. <laughs> it's like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like a crack dealer. We'll get them started this way. The bar has been lowered for the entry level. <laughs> They've realized they can start giving them away. On my way to work tomorrow, they'll everyone on the street corner will be having them. They'll be like, you know, putting down the crack pipes and picking up the weeds. It's like, I don't know. Someone the just left out a big shipment of these. Item ever. <laughs> Look at the margin. They pay us two hundred dollars and become our slaves. It's a tremendous margin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they don't know they're being slaves. That's oh, great. Wow. Like it's actually that's the matrix. The way the matrix would actually work. It's, it's not computers harvesting bodies for energy. It's just computers having you play the Nintendo Wii. Like it's much more mild mannered. You know, it's like it's, that's that's the post-apocalyptic vision of the future. But it all starts nicely. It's where the post-apocalypse. It's where the apocalypse is okay. You know, you're okay with the apocalypse in this scenario. That's that's what it comes down to. Hey, man, I know people who love that book Ender's Game, where you think you're stacking sandbags That's on TV, it. but in reality, some robot stacking sandbags preparing for, like, a, an apocalyptic yeah, war with another species. Teaching Ender's Game next and week. You did it. I'm done with you. I got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And in a much worse reference to Ender's Game would be the movie Toys starring Robin Williams, where they were training kids oh, to be fu- jet fighter pilots on video games. That was a horrendous movie, but well, same how about theme. the Last Starfighter? I'm sure they stole it from Ender's. The Last game Starfighter, also. same thing. The guy gets good at the uh, at that one video game, and that's what convinces but at least him. He knew. No, he doesn't know. At least he was like voluntarily recruited oh, into the thing well. after he was a good video game player. You know, it wasn't like he won the game and then they're like, "You've destroyed our civilization," and he's like, "What? I thought it was a game." Oh, I see. Uh, or that episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Moon Master, where they play Moon Master <laughs> to level two or three, and then then they all become Moon Masters. It's actually a lot like that. To be fair, it's, yeah, it's very similar. It's much more in that. Go- I see. You won this like game. Now get roped into a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Yay! <Exactly>. Pyramid schemes! <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. like other things that we know from the video game world, uh-huh. but, you yep. know. We're not video games are evil, man. Talk about Why do I play them so much? I know, because they're fun. Because they're evil. And evil. 
Because they're so they effective. Are. Because they actually have laser beams. Yeah, I was going to say, they... Unlike <laughs> exactly. all of the other things that you claim are so powerful. Play me or lightning actual bolts. laser beams involved. That's right. No question about it. Yeah. Yep, it's true. Yeah. Well, so. since uh, I think all of us have video games that we'd like to get to, I don't know why, but somehow I just feel compelled to yeah, go to them. Yeah, I was going to say, um, <laughs> man, I have a stranger. I want to go, go play, play video something. games. Um, we're going to say goodbye for this exactly. week. Exactly. All this talk. Gotta go. We want to go... Uh, me bored. <laughs> Let's go have a stream. We want to tell everyone I've got to go thank you for your comments on my TV <laughs> thank you for listening go check us <laughs> out go vote all the places you're supposed to and you know thanks for listening as always and uh, we'll see you next week um, go to the places you're supposed to you know if you nobody goes play. to those places <laughs> say goodbye everybody. They don't say goodbye know. everybody we uh, <laughs> we may be playing a video game though so I, I I'm about 50-50 for next week I might be might right. get invested we'll see we might go to grappling game machines in our local communities Exactly. Oh no, you're my slave now. <laughs> Go to work. Cook for me. <laughs> the proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron, or at least not the stupid one of the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at mepreport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu plants. It's a moral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross.